0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Pactify podcast, a podcast about management and management theories. So touching upon subjects that deal with productivity in organizations and engagement of people in organizations and theories that are aimed at improving those things as a disclaimer i'm approaching everything related to management theories from a critical rationalist perspective which is the philosophy that there aren't any fundamental truths in any domain of knowledge therefore also not in management theories and so the best thing we can do is when we have a theory is to ask ourselves How can it be improved? What problem is the theory solving? Why is it solving a problem? And through those questions actually make progress in finding ever better theories and better understanding of what works and what doesn't work in management. So I'm not advertising any existing theories as being the one and final theories that will always work or something like that. Instead, I'm seeking for good understanding and ever improving versions of theories. And to do that, obviously I have to send them out through this uh, podcast, but equally importantly, I'm seeking for feedback uh, and criticism on the things that I'm sending out. And to do so, you can reach me at bart at PactifyManagement.com or at my LinkedIn page. Um, but for now, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Bye bye. to the podcast today point six in our 12-point series on Five philosophy point six in our philosophy goes as follows a good solution to a business problem needs to be a hard-to-vary explanation so as I've mentioned uh, several times already in the podcast um, organizations are problem-solving systems in essence and so the core of what we do in organizations is coming up with solutions that are um, answers to problems. The typical problem that is being solved in an organization has the following generic sh- shape. It is the question of what needs to be improved and how can we improve this and how will we get there. Um, There is no automatic way in organizations to thrive and survive and be successful Uh, problems are um, always coming in at some continuous rate and so we need to constantly solve those problems in order to uh, thrive stay ahead of competition keep our customers satisfied and therefore this generic um, problem solving uh, shape is what do we need to improve and how Can we improve that? Um, And improvements can be around performance or how people feel inside or any combination of those two things simultaneously. And so um, this problem or these types of problems require solutions. And therefore a solution is basically all the things that are needed to get us towards that desired improvement. Um, and the things that can uh, get us there are typically knowledge, uh, decisions which uh, which are a form of knowledge, um, and actions. And they all have a specific time, a specific uh, person who's performing them or creating the knowledge or taking the decisions. And it's that combination um, which is uh, our solution and which then needs to get us to where we want to get, which is the desired improvement, the thing we want to improve, um, and the the solution therefore exists of the full account of what is needed to get there. And so why does, this is the first part of the (coughs) philosophy point, why does this solution needs to be an explanation? Why can't we just um, define solutions as the things that we're gonna do um, full stop and, and not why are those the things that are going to lead us to where we want to be uh, headed for and where we want to arrive, being the improvements. Um, it's, it's important to also have an explanation for that. Um, because simply accepting um, that uh, we will do this uh, or that to get where we want to get without an explanation of why those things will be the ones that will get us there um, is a bad explanation, is um, something that people will probably not align to or or contribute uh, to. Um, It will probably also not lead to the most optimum uh, result because it matters to understand why something will happen or why something uh, here will affect uh, some other thing Uh, at another place later on and so if you don't understand uh, why um, your solution will work um, you'll probably get unwanted outcomes and all the related uh, frustration with it and the lack of alignment and the lack of uh, convictions uh, of the people you uh, critically need in order to make the solution happen so any solution to a business problem needs to be an explanation And it also needs to be a hard to vary explanation. Now, what is this? This is basically a criterion of um, explanations and therefore something we can use to distinguish a good explanation from a bad explanation. This uh, was developed or this idea was developed by the physicist David Deutsch in one of his two books. Um, He's written two brilliant books, which I highly recommend to anyone. Uh, The Fabric of Reality and the Beginning of Infinity. And um, in the beginning of Infinity, he uh, develops this idea that all um, good explanations need to be hard to vary. Now, what uh, does he mean with this? And why is it relevant also in organizations and explanations for problems in organizations? Basically, a bad explanation is easy to vary in the sense that you can change Uh, or vary things in the explanation while still pretending um, or claiming that um, your explanation will solve the problem. And a good explanation is much harder to vary. um, Where if you change uh, even some details in the explanation, the whole explanatory Power um, is being lost, and and it's not a good explanation anymore for the phenomenon or the outcome that you want to explain. It basically comes down to that to the fact that. Um, bad explanations and therefore easy to vary explanations don't contain a very specific causality of things Uh, uh, don't contain a very specific chain of causality and therefore um, are easy to vary you can say basically whatever you want and in the end conclude with well all of this then will make for this outcome to be produced or this result to be achieved Um, as long as you stay away from the specific causality you can claim um, almost any number of random effects and then at the end conclude that those effects or those things will produce uh, the effect that we want to explain or lead to the outcome that we want to understand and achieve Um, and that makes those explanations bad and it, it makes them easy to vary while still pretending or claiming that they are explaining something which they then um, not at all do and good explanations are the opposites they're very specific in their causal um, explanation and therefore uh, the more specific they are the harder they are to vary because if you change a little thing in a specific uh, causal uh, explanation then of course the The chain of causality is interrupted or is affected, and it's no explanation anymore, or a different uh, or it's explaining a different outcome as opposed to the one that you wanted to explain. And so, let me take an example uh, of bad explanations and good explanations in organizations. First of all, let's maybe take an easy one, Um, a manager saying we need to be more customer oriented and then we will sell more. That's a bad explanation because it's easy to vary. It's basically stating some kind of general truth, which you can interpret in many different ways. Being customer oriented could mean that um, you are... Um, cutting business with your bad customers to have time and focus uh, for your good customers and therefore grow uh, on an average basis or it could be that you have to be customer oriented to any kind of customer at any day in the week uh, regardless of the fact of whether that customer is treating you good or bad whether you're making money out of him Um, so this is a bad explanation because there's this this is very easy to vary and to come up with several ways of interpreting the same statement as being customer oriented and then still claiming that whatever interpretation whatever variation of that same interpretation will still lead you again to uh, higher revenue so easy to vary and therefore bad explanation Another example is, for example, um, the statement, if we implement a new customer relationship management software, CRM software, our revenues will grow. Again, a bad explanation because it's easy to vary. You could alternatively come up with statements that if we use our current CRM in a different way, we could achieve the same result. You could say that with other sales techniques or other uh, sales approaches with the same CRM, you could also increase revenue. Um, You could do many other things that do not even affect the CRM while still uh, growing revenue. And so it's very easy to vary that statement or that explanation. Uh, while the statement in the end still concludes with then our revenues will grow a harder to vary um, explanation in the same example would be if we have a new CRM software that can keep track of all the persons that were recommended or to whom we were recommended by our existing clients. Um, that would enable us to identify new prospects better and therefore sell more this is a harder to vary explanation because it gives a specific chain of causality uh, which we don't have today with our current crm and which we would be able to have um, or tap into with the new crm um, and have that specific feature which today has as implications that we don't know which prospects are really hot and and, and high li- highly likely to sell um, or to buy with us uh, whereas with this new CRM that has that specific feature we would be able to get into new doors that have already had good recommendations by our current clients and therefore get into clients uh, or prospects rather with a high probability of selling Um, and that's very specifically addressed and explained in that explanation and therefore it's harder to vary and it's a better explanation you can spot bad explanations from good explanations this way by um, understanding whether they are easy to vary or hard to vary so whether they contain specific causal explanations or causal relationships that are therefore hard to vary or whether they contain um, just a couple of loose elements with a sort of overarching final uh, conclusion that those elements will then lead to something but where the causality um, is not explained and therefore um, making that a bad explanation so um why is it important to to search for hard to vary explanations, because it will allow you to get towards the best explanation, the most optimum solution to your business problem. There is always an optimum way and it's worthwhile searching for it by seeking harder and harder to vary explanations with more and more specific causal relationships between the things that will account for um, the organization getting to where they want to get. in terms of solving a problem. Um, It's good that people find those explanations. It adds to their engagement. It adds to the conviction of why something will work and why other things won't work. It also removes biases. Um, So you remove the kind of sloganesque explanations um, like the one I gave as an example. if we are more customer oriented, our revenue will grow. Um, It has some merit, that statement, but it's a bad explanation. Um, You need to make it much harder to vary in order to make it a good explanation and therefore have something that really can affect um, the way your revenue is growing, which is uh, in the end what we're after, uh, of course, when we seek for good explanations is the fact that we can then affect affect the solution and therefore remove or solve the problem. Um, it also removes um, the idea of counting on luck or not thinking about problems and, and just uh, doing uh, almost things at random uh, without any um, thought about why something will work and why other things won't work. It's also the quest for heart to vary explanation is also an open way of inviting people to think along by asking questions why do you think that this will work uh, or do you know something that will work better those are open questions that invite people to add information to add insights and knowledge that may improve the explanation that may make the explanation harder to vary and it's an open way uh, as opposed to just communicating your decision or your explanation uh, with a sentence, I'm sure this will work and therefore, this is what we're going to do. And completely disabling the option uh, for asking why, or let alone uh, uh, inviting people in an open way to improve the explanation and make it harder uh, to vary by specifically asking the why question. The why question also is um, something uh, it's it's a catalyst for conviction people are uh, more convinced and more aligned when they align on the why something will work as opposed to simply on the what to do uh, or who will do what uh, that's of course needed who will do what but people really align when they also align on why that will be the thing or those will be the things when they are performed by those people Uh, Those will be the things that will uh, lead us to success and problem solution. So this is the idea of business solutions that need to be hard to vary explanations. Point number six. um, Thanks for listening as always. Happy to hear your thoughts and comments and hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye.